0: The stars at night are big and bright. (laughs) Deep in the heart of hockey.
1: Hi, I'm Carolyn. And I'm Marin. And this is Deep in the Heart of Hockey, a podcast about the Dallas Stars, fancy stats, and general hockey shenanigans. It is... I was like, wait, are you waiting for me to say something? Usually you make a comment about the number of shenanigans that there are going to be happening. There are going
0: to be exactly 77 shenanigans, (laughs) one for each episode number that we have done.
1: It is, in fact, episode 77, and it is July 15th. And we're very excited because our Summer of Special Guests continue. Uh, We have Holly Hollenbeck on the call with us today, and she is... Well known for being uh, one of the Dallas Twitterati, a uh, very very funny person, great follow and uh, generally well known to be a dog lover as well as you will see <laughs> from all of our reader questions.
0: <laughs> and Holly, I just want to say I promise not to throw you under the bus while you're in fact <laughs> on our podcast.
2: Thank you just while I'm not here.
0: Yeah, I'll just do it I'll just do it behind your back. Thank you like you're any welcome. good friend. Uh, like any, like any good true friend.
1: Yes. So not a whole lot going on in Starsland this week. Sort of. I mean, other than Carlson watched two eighteen. <laughs> uh. So yeah. So right after we recorded that podcast last week with Chris, not last week, last two weeks with Chris. Uh. It came out on, like, Tuesday that the Dallas Stars were super, super close to landing Eric fucking Carlson, and then all of it went to shit
0: in, like, 12 hours. Like, it was, like, a real high and then a real low. Uh, It took longer than 12 hours. I feel like it was a good 24 hours that we were all on, like, pins and needles waiting for the official announcement. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, and now they're talking to Tampa.
1: And then that was, like, a 24-hour... Turn around too. We're like, oh, Tampa's totally getting Carlson, and then yeah, all of a sudden, no Carlson.
0: And then it was like, oh wait, now Dallas is back in the front running again. It's like, I'm I'm tired. I want to go to bed. Somebody wake <laughs> me when Aaron Carlson is no longer a senator. I don't care anymore.
2: Wake me when the hostage situation has ended.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Carlson, blink twice if you need help.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we'll send someone.
0: We'll send someone we'll send so, holly's dogs.
1: <laughs> shanny asks this is our first question when will the emotional terrorist in ottawa stop holding us and poor eric carlson hostage never
0: i honestly don't see an i mean obviously there's going to be some end but i don't see an end in sight. like i feel like they're just gonna squander his last year and let him walk in free agency at this point
1: it, it does feel that way doesn't it yeah yes, there's a Tabaras
0: coming yeah, there is a Tavares coming. It's going to be hilarious because it's going to be another, like, amazingly mismanaged trade situation where you could have gotten a shit ton and instead end up with nothing.
1: I – so it was funny. So we had Chris on the podcast last time, and he was talking about being an NBA fan and watching big free agents walk all the time and how he thought that that would be good for hockey. And so now I'm a little bit, like, kind of – Almost wanting this to happen for Eric Carlson. Like, I'm a little bit on board with this. Oh, for for Eric- yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I want it to happen for Eric Carlson, too, because A, I wanted to go somewhere he really wants to go, and B, I want to be able to laugh at Ottawa forever <laughs>
2: <laughs> about this
0: particular situation. That's want- what I want.
1: I wonder. So, we obviously know. That Eugene Melnick is being a large issue. Like, I'm obviously very much on the Pierre Dorian is a bad GM train, regardless of Eugene Melnick, but there is definitely a lot to be put on Eugene's plate at this point for why these trades have evaporated. Basically, everybody's saying that he's the one who's nixing him. Which I can totally believe. I can totally believe. He makes no sense uh, in the things he does to that team. But Do you think it's a good, like, if you were Pierre Dorian, if you were Pierre Dorian, would you hold off on trading Eric Carlson to somebody like Jim Neal or Stevie Y so that you could potentially package Bobby Ryan into somebody else? Or would you, or would you think it's still a good idea to try
0: and make that trade for Eric Carlson by himself? I would make whatever trade I could with, okay, not whatever trade. I would make literally the best trade I could with Eric Carlson, so I can get some return for him because he is no longer happy where he is and he will walk in free agency anyway. They're not going to extend this dude.
2: Like, yeah, I agree.
0: I would try to get whatever I could for him right now. And, like, the because people are, like, dying for him. Like, they will, they will give up good pieces. We're just not going to give up our defensive future here in Dallas for him. You know what I mean? Like, it makes no sense to me that he's not trying to get the best deal that he can. But emphasis on that he can and not like absolutely ridiculous deals or whatever he's holding out for in both Dallas and Tampa
1: I guess my other question though is do you think they're a little more gun shy because it is specifically Jim Nill who has fleeced them once and Stevie Watt who has fleeced many people
0: uh, I honestly could I mean maybe I don't know if he's that self
2: aware <laughs> <laughs> Has Ottawa attained sentience?
0: You seem to be expecting a lot from this man. I'm not sure why, though.
1: (laughs) I mean, technically. I mean, I I always just want GMs to be smart, because I feel like smart GMs make the league more fun.
0: I mean, I too like it when people are smart, but, I mean, you still have to work with what you've got, and what you've got is Pierre Dorian. (laughs) So, like, I mean, it's not like I want him to be stupid, but do I think he's stupid? Yeah.
2: <laughs> and if he's going to be stupid and it benefits the stars, well, go right ahead, buddy. Right? Precisely.
0: Oh, oh, You wanted to be dumb? I'll let you be dumb all over my roster.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that's that, like is eufism. Eufism. <laughs> that is not a That is
0: the like a title of my sex tape.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Billy asks... Who do you think would be better for the stars out of Patches, Skinner, and Panarin? And would you rather have them or Carlson? Who would you be willing to give up to land either your choice? Okay, well, I don't want Skinner. Why?
0: I don't like him. He's whiny. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, there you go. I don't mind
0: Skinner. I think he's quite a good player. I'm sure he is. I just, uh, I just have never liked him. He's just... He has bugged me since I first started watching a hockey. <laughs> in the way that some people are bothered by Sidney Crosby, that is how I am bothered by whiny Jeff
2: Skinner. I think um Reddy obviously addresses the uh, more obvious need for the Stars roster, but what blows my mind is when people are like, the Stars don't need Eric Carlson. It's like every team in the NHL needs Eric Carlson. So uh, <laughs> if, you, yes. if you have the opportunity and you can make it happen, you should probably make it happen at a reasonable cost if you can. So, I mean, Eric Carlson obviously makes the team better, but I don't think you say no to either one of them. But as far as who you give up, I'm so tired of this reasonable conversation and talking about it rationally that I don't care anymore. I honestly (laughs) don't. The Heiskanen Wars have already claimed a victim in the name of me. Like, I don't, tired, I don't care.
1: So I, I come down on like the need versus want. Oh exactly. I, I don't think the car I don't even think the stars need Carlson. Need Carlson. Right. I think if we go into next year with the guys that we have, uh obviously it's slotting High and into like a second pair or pairing, we will be okay. We will be good. I think we'll be good, to be honest. Now having Carlson is better. Obvs. But it's more of a luxury. Mm-hmm. Whereas for some teams, he would be an actual, like, for real need. Like, right. the Oilers. Like, like let's just pretend, right? Like, there is no way that's ever going to happen, but let's pretend it did. Like, Carlson would change the face of that team immediately. Whereas I don't know if he changes the face of the Dallas Stars.
0: I He would, he would change the face of the Oilers, but it would still be like him and McDavid against the world. Yeah, but they're
1: Yes, I don't disagree, but they have some decent like. The problem is that they don't have enough good like. They have one, they have Oscar Clefbaum on the Oilers, right? So they have one good player, but they don't have anybody to support him with Oscar Clefbaum mm-hmm. and Eric Carlson. Then you have a pretty decent support structure, and you can push people down the lineup. And that's the, that's the benefit for the stars, too. But our people that we currently have are better than anybody that car, to support Klingberg, is better than anybody that they have to support Clefpong.
2: True. and I think That is thing, true. I was going to say, I think the thing for Carlson, when it comes back to want versus need, if you get Carlson, since it is more of a want than a need, it's not really the piece that puts them over the top to be like instant cup contender, since he's not that really truly missing piece. He is a luxury that's great and of course one of the best players in the world, and you want to have him, but it's truly not that missing piece that they so desperately needed last year and all these past few years. I, I have
1: such a hard time, even
2: with my own argument, though, in that... You want him so or, badly.
1: I wa- hey, I, like, the, if we end up getting Carlson reg- after all of this fuckery, and like I have made some really good arguments about not getting Carlson, like, cap space. And you know, looking at our left side versus like having to give up Heiskanen basically would completely ruin our left side, like completely ruin. That kind of thing. Like I've made some arguments for not trading Heiskanen to get Carlson, but if we ended up doing it and we got Eric Carlson,
2: fuck it, I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Carolyn will be running through the fucking street.
1: (laughs) <laughs> like I'll I'm like, wave it to Dallas right now and go buy that jersey. Like <laughs> I fucking love Eric Carlson so much. Just- Carolyn, you
0: know you don't have to drive to Dallas for the jersey. The internet does exist, right?
1: does <laughs> that's not the point. That is not the point at all. The point is I need to make
0: my pilgrimage! Exactly. <laughs> She'll just be outside the AAC just standing there weeping. <laughs> We openly weeping, clutching <laughs> Victory Green to her chest. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Be
1: like touch it like you do with all the pilgrimage stones and all those various places, like the you, you know, Roman walls and stuff like that.
0: I, however, am not buying jerseys anymore because the new ones are so god awful. I will buy old ones and then put new people's names on them. <laughs> <laughs> I am not wearing a pilgrim collar to a to a <laughs> hockey game. Sorry.
1: I mean that would be fitting for me
2: though, in my pilgrimage.
0: It would through, be fitting for you in your pilgrimage.
2: And do the Dallas Stars have the look for you? <laughs> <laughs> but only
1: if we get Carlson. If we get Pachteredy, I'd be a very happy person. If we got Panarin, I'd be a very happy person. But like, nah, man. I'm not driving to to, to Dallas for for
0: patches. Those are online orders. Yeah. Yeah, one one hundred percent. So next week when we actually do trade for Carlson, I'm going to be expecting a text message from you with your ETA. <laughs> and She's I'll like, meet you Bitch, in Dallas. Meet me at the check stop. <laughs> I, I was about to say I'll meet you in Dallas with kolaches. This is exactly what I was going to follow <laughs> that up with.
1: So Jason asks uh, of damn it, Jason Faith. Jason asks if Tyler Sagan's cap got for an cap hit for an extension of is $11.75 million, and we acquired Carlson in a trade that removes the cap hits of Shore, Janmark and Honka. What type of dog do you hope the Carlsons purchase while in Dallas?
0: Um, I hope they don't purchase because you should adopt not shop. Yeah. Um, and I hope that they find the most adorable uh, shelter puppy that they can find.
2: Agree. Adopt don't shop. What yeah. kind
1: of shelter puppy are they going to adopt?
0: I hope it's an adorable mutt. Something big and goofy looking.
1: I want the Carlsons to have a French bulldog.
0: Oh yeah, that would
2: be a good. That, that would be a dog. good one.
1: Yeah. If guys, you are going if you are going to shop, like that'd be a good looking. one. Well, you no, there's like French bulldog shelter, like not shelters but like um Res- rescues. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You can adopt, you can adopt like breed dogs. Oh no, I know, I know. I just what is the cutest mutt you've ever seen?
0: My dog your dog. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Holly's right. Her
2: dog is really cute.
0: What kind what kind is she? Like
2: Oh, I did her DNA test because I have disposable income and internet access. I shouldn't. Um <laughs> and it was all sorts of things. Like I thought she was going to be an Australian shepherd or um border collie and she's neither. Um really. Yeah. yeah. Uh it was a whole whole mishmash of things um a bunch of big dogs and uh there was like Australian cattle dog somewhere in there and like a actual uh Saint bernard i think was somewhere way back in there wow yeah huh. none of none of it really made sense like she's big but she's really skinny so yeah she's a super mutt but she's my mutt i love her she's big she just, i guess i just i
0: only she's... see her in pictures so i never really see her in like
2: comparison. He's like tall and long That's and long funny. dog. Wow. That sounds adorable.
1: Yes. Speaking of puppies, uh, Dallas, le- Dallas recently re-signed Devin Shore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Human puppy.
1: Two years, two point something or other million dollars. Uh, but we also have, I think, still Janmark and Smith going to arbitration. How are we feeling right now about the Dallas line up?
0: Um, I, I feel like I don't even know until I know what happens with <laughs> Like, <laughs> You know, I don't know who we're going to have at the beginning of the season and who's going to be in Ottawa, you know, like or somewhere or Montreal if we get patches or wherever. Like, I'm just curious. I don't know. I don't know what to think about it until I know we've actually settled.
1: I'm a little surprised Like, okay, so I'm just now looking at this, because I knew we signed Blake Como uh, by last podcast, because obviously we signed him on the first. Mm
0: -hmm. I did
1: not realize we signed him for three years yeah, $2.4 million. That term on the Como deal is something.
0: Yeah.
2: That's a decision. Yeah. That was a decision. I mean, I get that he's the the Roussel replacement, which, whatever, but the term on that is, eh, okay.
0: It's a thing that's happening.
2: Yep. I mean, he's going to be 35 at the end of it. And I say that like I won't be 35 at the time that deal's over, but.
0: <laughs> I say that like I'm not already past 35. Like, <laughs> yeah. you can just bite me, Holly.
2: <laughs> NHL 35 is a difference than that is human so true. people 35.
0: Yeah, I'm actually old. Uh, no, I feel older than 37, yeah. so, you know, it's fine. Yeah. Whatever, we're all good.
2: <laughs> like, Jason Spetz is 35, and we talk about him like he's dead, so. <laughs>
0: he is dead! No, I'm just kidding. Ow, I flailed I so hard that I hit my hand on the table, and I might cry. That's what you
1: get oh. for talking about Jason Spetz like that. <laughs> that is instant karma.
0: <laughs> Jason Spetz reached up out of this coffee table and bit me. <laughs>
1: It really oh, hurts, you guys. Great. I'm sorry, oh. babe.
0: Oh. oh, okay. Oh, I'll play through. Are you good? You good? Uh, I, I, I might be. I might be. <laughs> Call right. the trainer. Call
1: the trainer. <laughs> Somebody get this woman a banana. Uh.
0: <laughs> How do I open it?
2: Um Taylor <laughs> Hall.
0: I love that uh. boy so much.
1: Anyway. Uh, so Yanmark and Smith are going to arbitration. If you were Jim Nil, what are you going to sign them for?
2: I think oh, uh, Devin Shore's money is gonna push Yanmark up by some amount, because I think nobody was really expecting that extra three hundred K for Devin. So that's gonna bump Yanmark up some.
1: I Yanmark is a really interesting case because I mean we all love matches Yanmark. Like that's obvious.
2: Twitter revealed that wholeheartedly when I think who was it Brandon who asked yeah. if you would include him in a Carlson deal and everyone came out of the woodwork to scream no which is the wrong answer yeah. <laughs> Okay. I, God
1: we need way too reasonable would. on this, this podcast we need some hotter takes Holly uh, <laughs> no I mean yeah that was crazy right like we're not crazy for thinking that he should absolutely be traded for Eric Carlson if that's what makes that deal go uh,
0: yes yeah, one thousand percent. Yes,
2: I mean, I think the I think the thing there is a a devout case of emotional attachment from both the fact that he was some of what little secondary secondary scoring we had, and then the whole comeback story with his knee and everything. So I think that hopefully is the large part of it, and people aren't just like, "Wow, he's the best hockey player in the world." Um, yeah, but yeah, you, that was you never hockey. really know, honestly. I was gonna say, you never know.
1: Especially not with Stars fans. Yeah. (laughs) I think my curious thing is that he gets a lot of good press. Like his rookie year, when he, before the knee thing, he and Spezza were unfucking believable together. Unfucking fucking believable together. And then last year, with Spezza having such a down year and Janmark basically getting jerked around with what center he was playing with, like sometimes playing with Hansel, I don't know what kind of player I should expect from him this year. Right. And I think the other thing is, though, I still wouldn't be surprised if Janmark got a fairly large contract.
2: I wouldn't like, be And either. I don't mean like
1: AAV. I mean like kind of like term, like maybe like three million at five years or something like that. You know what I
2: mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Five years might surprise me, but three, three or four wouldn't. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't be
1: surprised to see him get term. I really wouldn't because he yeah. is a a good slot him kind of anywhere, and he will do things.
2: The only forward. thing that would name of his they might be day. hesitant with that would, would be his knee, since they still don't know <laughs> really how it'll hold up.
0: I don't think Holly heard me because I think no. Holly was talking. What do you say? She said slot him anywhere and he'll do things. <laughs> so I said title of his sex tape. <laughs> I did not
2: hear you and I regret it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Carolyn hasn't quite recovered yet. <laughs> oh wait, can we can we can we take one of our classic asides here so I can tell you about sex tapes? <laughs> the the title of my sister in law's sex tape. Yes, please. Yes, yes, My brother this weekend was telling this story about the last fight he and his wife had. And it was one of those nights where they were trying to get dinner together, and the kids were losing their goddamn minds and, like, melting down. Emma had cried so hard she made herself throw up. Colton (laughs) wouldn't eat any food ever at all. He just wanted to, like, sit there and whine about what he didn't want to eat. And they kept having to deal with one crisis after another and they were trying to heat up this brisket and so they heated it up and then they had to deal with something and it got cold so they heated it up again and they had to deal with another thing and then it got cold so they heated it up again and then they had to deal with another thing and the fourth time they went to heat it up Becca stood in the middle of the kitchen and just screamed I just want hot meat <laughs> and my brother said it was like his entire brain just whited out because he couldn't figure out what he wanted to say first Like, title of your sex tape. That's what she said. That's what your mom said last night. Like, a million different things. We're just like, this is like a gift from the heavens, and I don't know what to do with it. (laughs) So spoiled for choice. And, yeah, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful moment. But he tells us this on Friday night with our entire family gathered around. And I was just not expecting Becca to yell. I just want hot meat and so I laughed so hard I snorted water out my nose. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, that was this weekend. <laughs> it was great. You're welcome for that story.
1: Great story. <laughs> That's excellent. That's most excellent. Okay. LV Riot 13 asks, What does our cap space even look like at this point? Because I'm scared and confused, lost in the wilderness, waiting for Roussel to come back to me. But seriously, what pieces do you think we still need, and do we have the space to get them?
2: You're going to be waiting a long time, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, for Roussel to come back. (laughs) Bless your heart.
0: Bless your tiny little heart. Okay, Caroline, I know you pulled up cat-friendly. I was
1: gonna say Elle has some Saint Bernard in her. We should probably send him out to l- send her out to look for. That's <laughs> uh, not gonna work. It's uh, a
0: distant, distant relative. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so the Dallas Stars have just over eight million in projected cap space with two people to sign. If we assume that Jamel Smith gets like one point five million ish, I could see him getting slightly less than Richie money. Um and Mattis Janmark gets at a high end, $4 million. uh That takes up about half of our cap space. But those are the only two people we have left to sign. That mm-hmm. said, it's a guarantee that no matter who we trade for, we're probably going to be sending somebody the other way. And at the minimum, if we send Julius Hanka, that's another million dollars in cap space. Because um, he's still on ELC. Holy fuck, that's not good. He's our only person, really, on ELC that has any chance of, like... Well, Heiskanen's on ELC, too. But, like, also, like, holy fuck, we're so fucked, guys. If we don't get some of these prospects actually, like, making the NHL Mm -hmm. soon. Anyway, so a different thing to panic about. Um, (laughs) 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 But I could see, for instance, I could see um, Devin Shore, obviously, being a trade piece. I could see um, Brett Ritchie being a trade piece. I could see Nachushkin being a trade piece, honestly.
0: Um, Welcome back to the NHL. Pack your bags.
1: (laughs) Yeah, basically. Um, But I can see a lot of people getting shipped out in in deals just because they are, are, like, I mean, and all of those people are, like, they're not going to change the face of your team, NHLers, but, like, packaged with a pick, they're totally useful. Like, none of them are bad players.
0: Honestly, there are no, there are no sacred people to me on this team at this moment in time. I will happily except for, you know, the obvious. Um, <laughs> go say
2: none was a big word there. Yeah, I none. was gonna I was going question that one. I I
0: have I have long said that wherever Jamie Ben goes in his future life, I will follow him to that team. So if he goes cup hunting at the end of this ridiculous contract he has, that will be it, Dallas Stars. Bye. <laughs> like, I will follow him wherever he goes uh and then i just started singing a song in my head but i'm not gonna sing it for you it's fine uh what i will what well, follow fuck is him that? follow him but have you not seen sister Act? follow him wherever oh, no. he may I, mean, I, ha- and I know that fucking song okay you just
1: didn't i was very offended that you weren't gonna sing for us on our fucking right? podcast where we
0: do musical fucking episodes i'm fucking sorry carolyn fuck you <laughs> yeah anyway so i sang for you it's fine we're done Stingy
2: happens.
0: (laughs) I do worry about our forward depth. I really do worry
1: about our forward depth, especially since our big signings forward-wise were Nachushkin and Blake Como. Yeah. nothing, Nothing has changed from last year, from the four of the forwards. And this is where I come to with Carlson, is like, if we sign Carlson, we're not getting that forward depth we're going to have like one of the best back ends in the entire league if we get mm-hmm. Carlson and keep Heiskin in.
2: That's what she said.
0: <laughs>
1: still true actually <laughs> in that
0: sense. <laughs> yep. Uh,
1: but our forward depth still is rough. Yeah,
2: it's, when you, look, f- it's when you look, still- look at it and you're like, "Come on, Montgomery." <laughs> right. Right.
1: Uh, maybe he can coach something out of these guys that we haven't seen. I mean, Dallas in twenty what was it, fifteen, sixteen, when they made it to the second round was fucking sweet as shit. But we, I don't think we're that good anymore. And we have a lot of those same players, even. And I don't think we're that good. We just have a really, we have a lot of depth and no, no top six. We have a top five. And that's if Jason Spezza plays Jason Spezza like.
0: Do we not think that uh, Val Nichushkin could be top six? Is that are we are we let go of that entirely?
1: I, I think he'll play in the top six. I'm not saying I don't know if he's top six quality.
0: Yeah, well, he'll be there like by
2: default. Yeah.
0: No, no, no. But that's what I'm asking. Like because when when he first, I mean, we drafted him first for like first round. Like I think he was our first overall pick that year. Like, do we not think that he, it, like have we have we reached the ceiling on him is he not going to be what any good is he not going to be what he was his first year is what i'm asking
1: uh what he was his first year was good we need him to be better than that okay and that's where i'm at like i don't i think he could maybe be that and i'm not saying like i would say no to 39 points i think is what he got in his rookie season mm-hmm. i'm not saying i would say no to it like that's good that's what jan mark put up last year um but we need more than that We need more than 39 points from our top six. Like, I think it was 2016, 2015-16 is, like, we had Spezza with 60 points. We had uh, fucking Patrick Sharp with 60 points. Like, that's the kind of production we need out of our second line. And we just aren't getting... I don't see how we get it at the moment.
2: Yeah, like, 2015-16, Jason Spezza is never coming back. May he rest in peace. I loved him. Um, He was great. Yeah, he was the best. But I... I don't think he's going to be as bad as he was last year. I don't I mean, think he can be as bad yeah. as he was last year. God help us if he is. Um, but, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I mean, points got to come from somewhere. And I think people are too overhyped for what Val's going to bring back with him. And the expectation there is too high. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be top six by default. But it, there's going to be points, but it's not going to be like, Wow. See, I
0: haven't seen a lot of people... I mean, I guess maybe I'm not looking at the right corners of Twitter, but there are dark corners of Twitter I don't like to go to. <laughs> There's um, many of those. I know. And I haven't really seen people be high on Valnachushkin. Most of what I've seen is people, like, want, not wanting them to come back at all.
1: I mean, I'm not there. I'm
0: definitely in the place where I... I... Have literally just said so. <laughs> like, right. No, I'm not saying like, you. Yeah. I'm saying like no. Like I know. I'm random like, people I'm... I don't know at all. Most of what I'm seeing is not is people just being like his his play in Russia sucks, I don't care about him.
1: I would know his play in Russia didn't suck.
0: Okay, I'm telling you what I read on. Twitter. I know.
1: I know. I am. I am rebutting those people. Okay, not you.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah, I think I think he's a solid middle ish kind of guy. But we'll see. Maybe I'm wrong. Hopefully I'm wrong. I would love to be wrong. Let's
2: pretend. Let's hope I'm wrong.
1: Okay. Let's
0: hope I'm
2: wrong. The 2018-19 Dallas Stars. Let's be wrong. <laughs> let's be wrong.
1: <laughs> because if it works, then we can be like, if this is wrong, I don't want to be
0: right. Right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, isn't wasn't that the motto of the Vegas Golden Knights this whole season?
1: No, that's we're going to be fucking obnoxious about our unexpected success. Do we want to talk about happy things instead of the Golden Knights?
2: Yes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anything but the Golden Knights, please. So do you, who wants to start? Holly, do you have one? Uh, I have a future happy thing. Sure. Okay. So in like 10 days, I'll be going on vacation, which is exciting. I'll um, be going to the Newport Folk Fest in Rhode Island. So be getting out of the uh scorching texas heat for a little bit which is great and going to my favorite music festival in the entire world with my best friend so i'm looking forward to that that sounds pretty sweet who is headlining what do you say who is headlining oh it's a bunch of people um see jason isbell's playing saint vincent is like playing acoustic i think um Just a ton of people. It's a really, really cool lineup. Um, I haven't sorted out who I'm going to go see on what days yet, but looking forward to it. Probably going to sneak in a baseball game somewhere in there too. So, who's the baseball team up in Rhode Island? Um, in Rhode Island, they have the uh, Pawtucket Paw Sox, which is the Red Sox affiliate. But we're actually going to go to Hartford, Connecticut, for the Hartford Yard Goats, one of the best, <gasps> baseball holy teams shit, in history. Yeah, it's almost that, as good as the the Shreveport Mudbugs. Yeah, you need that y'all need to look up the logo. Good. It is incredible. It's a goat eating a bat. It's great. Oh my god!
1: So I just learned this week how much better MLB merch is than NHL merch. Because I got really excited about this shirt that I, like it was a Dodgers shirt, and I don't like the I don't have no affiliations whatsoever with the Dodgers. But I was like, that's a really cute shirt. I wonder if they have it for a team that I do like. Although it didn't. But that meant I ended up scrolling through like Kansas City Royals gear and like Rockies gear for like two hours, just being like, I could, that, I, could that, I could wear 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 that. And then you go to NHL.com and you're like, what the fuck is this pink Blackhawks logo? I don't want this in my life ever. Why is that? Like, how come the MLB is so much better at merch than the NHL and how do we fix it?
2: I don't know. I don't know mlb has gotten better at getting away from the pink stuff i think um because there's been a lot of backlash against it uh rightfully so because you know while it does appeal to some people it does not appeal to a lot of others and i think um teams have a lot of control over their merch in mlb and i don't know how much that is the case in the nhl or what goes on the nhl website i don't know um i don't know i don't know what the reason is
1: who do you think in MLB has the best merch? Because I know you're you're a you're a big baseball fan.
2: Mm, the Ranger stuff isn't really that good. Um, I like the the retro Ranger stuff more than the current because I don't like our current logo. Um, Dodgers stuff usually looks good because because their logos are clean look. Um, it's hard to say. I don't really have a favorite off the top of my head, but. I love a lot of minor league stuff because there's a lot of ridiculous minor league teams. There's, like, the New Orleans Baby Cakes, and it's got, like, the King Cake Baby.
0: I'm sorry, what?
2: Uh, yeah, you heard me. You heard me. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> There's the team in Arkansas, the <laughs> Northwest Travelers. Um, they're affiliate of the Angels. And their mascot, who you may have seen on my Twitter before, is a giant possum in overalls named Odie. I have seen that on your Twitter before, yeah. (laughs) And I love him so much. I have a shirt with him on it. Yeah. Yeah, I love the minor leagues in baseball. Um, The Montgomery Biscuits, who did that very unfortunate millennial promo that was going around the other day, uh, their merch is usually great because it's, you know, a fucking biscuit. Um,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what's not to love about a biscuit, but also fuck that team.
2: (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, bad and good right there. But yeah, the minor leagues are rich with the... many things. There's a team in I think it's Fresno. Uh one of their nights they just go by the Fresno Tacos and they have Oh, I have burgers. seen that. Yeah, plenty of plenty of glorious options to be found throughout the That's my new favorite minor team. Minor leagues of baseball.
0: <laughs> the <laughs> Fresno Tacos. Yeah. Uh what's your happy thing, Marion? Uh I too also am going on vacation as well. Um, I leave, uh, on Saturday and I am going up to Michigan, um, to visit my best friend. My birthday is that Wednesday. So, um, because it's a Wednesday and because I have a long standing rule where I refuse to travel on my birthday, um, I decided just to take the whole week because it really didn't make sense to travel home on Thursday and like just work one day. So, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm flying up on Saturday and not going home until the next Sunday. And, um, so she lives in a part of Michigan that's like, she lives on the west side of Michigan, like right on the shores of Lake Michigan. So there's not like a ton of stuff to do around her. What we actually do is go on like a food tour of all of our favorite places to eat in West Michigan. So, um, we have all these different places <laughs> picked out. One, one place that we always make sure we go in Kalamazoo is, is this pizza place called Bilbo's and yes i did oh, say bilbos, and i met bilbo baggins of lord of the rings fame <laughs> like it's called dildos. i was,
1: i was definitely oh,
0: you guys I thought i said bilbos, didn't you? yeah, I was like, I yeah, yeah a, a little
1: bit a b
0: or yeah. a d here no i mean this is
1: very sex tape themed episode at this point
0: it's true but i said bilbo's like bilbo baggins <laughs> That's why I steamrolled over that and did not let you guys. (laughs) I
2: I know it just sounds like I'm going to, nope, we're just going straight back. You're like, nope, I'm going to this place and I'm not going to stop talking because I'm going to this place.
0: Yeah, I'm going to this place. Uh,
2: There's also a place
0: called The Cheese Lady that we go to that um, is a cheese shop where they have like a sommelier of cheese who gives you a shit ton of cheese tastings. Yes. Um, Yeah. So yeah, that's we have awesome. a lot of different places we're going to and we're just gonna eat our way through West Michigan and also play in the in the lake. It'll be great. Yay! Yeah, so that's my happy thing is this vacation I have coming up. Also, the story I've already told you about me snorting water out my nose on Friday night because my brother told a <laughs> funny. <laughs> uh my
1: last couple of weeks have been pretty low key. Uh I turned thirty four. So that's uh... a thing that happened. Uh, da, 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 da. I know right survived another year yay um, but really my I guess my big happy thing is that like I finally got the sh- like doors on my cabinet so it looks like I have a real fucking kitchen now the amount of stress relief that is that I can like hide my fucking mess now <laughs> and it's just not now in the open for me to always be seeing all the time yeah is indescribable in fucking describable. well you
0: didn't have doors on there for so long that i wasn't sure if that was just an aesthetic you were going for (laughs)
2: like (laughs) open concept kitchen
0: yeah like people do that i know i've seen it so i was like maybe that's just the thing she's doing in this place i don't know
1: my life is too trashy for that.
0: Well, that's what I was thinking <laughs> in my head, but there's something in your head that you don't say out loud.
2: Because you're trying like, to be supportive of your friends. be right. This,
0: this cannot be right. Are you really leaving it like this, Carolyn? Oh, well, I guess she is.
2: You're like, okay, that's a
1: choice. Sure. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It just took a really, really long time to get all those fucking cabinet doors painted.
2: Well, it looks Great.
1: So, yes. That's my happy thing is that I can I can be the secret trash person that I always have wanted to be rather than the overexposed trash person that I probably actually am. Going to move on to reader questions. Cool. Cool. All right. Mary, do you want to ask this one? It's for it's for Holly specifically.
0: Julia, friend of the podcast, Julia asks, "Who is Elle's favorite player?"
2: Um in this household, we are pro-Reddick Foxa and pro-Tyler Sagan very heavily. Um, I guess we'd have to go with Sagan because he is a, a, a dog man, uh, to put it mildly. <laughs> <laughs> to put it mildly. No, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> I've seen the video. Yeah. So, I, I think she would go for Sagi.
0: That makes sense. Um, now, related question, did you see the picture that I posted of my nephew? Where he looks like Tyler Sagan because I did the Snapchat thing where you put somebody's face on somebody else's face?
2: Uh, no, but I will look this up right now. Okay. I also didn't see that.
0: Oh, you guys should go look. It's a little terrifying and also hilarious.
1: <laughs> uh, that sounds like the name of somebody's sex
2: tape, but I don't he know He looks who like is. a tiny predator. <laughs> he does, doesn't he? Yeah, it's I don't know. I don't want to meet that guy in an alley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Is the second one Jamie?
0: Yeah, the second one's <laughs> Jamie. Slightly terrifying, right? I didn't like it, but I had I to know. make everybody else look at it. The second one's expensive. So yikes. yikes.
1: Yikes, yikes, yikes.
0: Yeah, yikes. my nephews had a shit ton of fun with my phone this weekend. It was pretty funny.
1: Uh, T Rex Twenty asks, "What breed of dog would each
0: stars player be?" I mean, I don't really know the names of dogs well enough to be able to answer this question with a lot of authority. So I feel like Tyler Sagan would be a lab. <laughs> yeah, just so he can join his own pack. He can join his own. He can uh, get, be part of his own pack.
1: Yeah. I um, wonder if Seguin would even be the pack leader of his pack. No, no, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
0: 1000% no uh, I don't think that Antoine I know Antoine Roussel is not a star anymore But I don't think he would be a dog I think he'd be a cat Agreed I feel like Jason Spezza is um, The golden retriever of the team Yeah I can see that
1: Do we have like any beagles? I feel like Devin Shore might
0: be a beagle
2: Uh he's- Aren't beagles droopy? Yeah that's a basset hound
0: Oh okay a basset hound Similar What's colors, it?
2: though. What do beagles look like? Like cute basset hounds. Like, like, a cute kind of, <laughs> like
1: an ironed out basset hound.
0: Poor yeah. basset hound.
1: <laughs> no, they're cute, too, and in a
0: very different way. Okay, absolutely, he's a beagle. <laughs> One now thousand. I mean, that what a beagle is. Now that I know what a beagle is, <laughs> I say I'm yes. i sure. um, I feel like um, Honka is like a chihuahua like one of those murderous
2: chihuahuas oh yep. no I looked that up Um, I think uh, Aaron posted that as a twitter question one time and I looked it up and he's actually a skipper key if you uh, google that one it's like. How a can black, you spell that word uh, s-c-h-k-i-p-p-e-r-k-e skipper key oh my god that's way too many letters <laughs> <laughs> and like it's like a black dog with like a murder face this one
0: on wikipedia just looks adorable so hang on well
2: these look adorable the one i found had a murder face okay i mean i found a couple with a murder face oh so, yeah honka if you look at the traits it uh kind of described honka <laughs> all right hang on i'm gonna go to the wikipedia real quick
0: i haven't seen any mean looking ones i'm just seeing adorable ones oh my god there's one that's like floating <laughs> this thing is so cute. Like, it caught it. They did that thing where they catch them mid-run, so it looks like he's hovering. It's hysterical.
1: Okay. Known for a stubborn, mischievous, and headstrong temperament, it also chases small animals. The Skipper Key is sometimes referred to as the Little Black Fox, the Tasmanian Black Devil, or the Little Black Devil. <laughs> See?
2: All right. All right. All right.
1: I, I, I'll, I'll allow it. They are naturally curious and high-energy dogs and require ample exercise and supervision. This is very, very haka. I think that you're correct.
0: Thank you. I, I think honestly. that you just found, like, the only... Like, not the only. I Like, that is, like, the antithesis of what I look for in a dog.
2: <laughs> well, would you want Julius Honka in your house? I mean... No. No. <laughs> God, no. Could so you again, imagine
0: all I'm pre- murder eyes staring at you from your
2: gout? Like, <laughs> good God. You just walk in, forget he's there, you're like... <gasps> oh my god (laughs) oh it's you hi (laughs) hello I guess I
1: think who would Jamie Ben be what would Jamie Ben be is he a collie or something no he's not a collie Jamie Ben's
0: the Basset Hound (laughs) (laughs) poor Jamie Ben but it's so true (laughs) the big old eyes yeah Yeah. it's true
1: it's very true Maren do you want to ask the next question
0: I guess
1: God. Make me do work on the podcast. Uh,
0: uh, Nova asks, how hard did you laugh at number five's new contract in Pittsburgh? Reader, I have not stopped laughing. (laughs) (laughs) The limit does not exist. I...
1: I hate so much that we're still talking about this
0: <laughs> i know i know we broke <laughs> our own rule about not talking about him on the podcast ever again yet here we are with people asking questions but you
2: didn't name him so you're just skirting around the rule we are that's true That's
0: fair
1: but we, it's definitely not within the spirit of the law that's true i think what's what's gonna be i'm what i'm more looking forward to than anything is like when they realize they've been duped <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're like wait a minute because I got many
1: messages of people being like, "No, no, no, he's really good, actually." And I got, I was like, "Okay, guys." Like I stopped replying. I don't reply to those messages anymore. I'm like, "There's All no right, point." You know, there's no point. I don't. I don't answer questions in bad faith. So,
0: <laughs> like people are going to see what they want to see on that one. Like, it, there's just no point in responding or having a conversation.
1: Jen, friend of the podcast, Jen. Asks, Hi,
0: Jen. Who
1: on the stars is a secret knitter? And number two, Galchenyuk to the Coyotes. Will he get the chance to be a star?
0: Secret knitter. I bet Devin Shore is a secret knitter. He has the friendly, I like going to the knitting circle, like, club face. Just sitting there making,
2: like, Gryffindor scarves.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb and go Blake Como for secret knitter.
2: <laughs> Hi, I'm Blake Como. I'm new, I'm new <laughs> and I knit. I'm new <laughs> and
0: I, knit. I feel like you're only saying that because none of us know him yet.
1: I No, I, I mean, he's kind of a tough guy, you know, cell replacement. So I just like the concept of the, uh, the contrast, right? Like real tough on the ice, kind of soft in their life.
2: What if it was Mark Mathot and that's what he spent his time on the the injury list doing in preparation for the baby coming? <laughs> oh my god.
0: <laughs> I'm okay with that, honestly. Yeah.
1: What if he has a secret Etsy store of like baby booties <laughs> and
2: bibs and
0: <laughs> Yes, please.
2: I really hope that's true. I want that to be true.
0: What's your Etsy store name?
1: Tell us Mark. I wish I knew more knitting so I could make a pun about it. Gosh, the kneeless knitter. I don't know.
0: Knit one, punch two.
1: There you go. That's good. That's good. Knit one, punch two. Thanks. I tried. Galchenyuk to Coyotes. Do you think he. So the Coyotes have been making moves. They're not like particularly impactful moves, but they got Vincent.
2: Uh... They got Marion Hosa. <laughs>
0: They this. did. <laughs> there, there, there's, the one they need. The That's missing piece. The missing piece they've needed all along. The guy who's not even playing. Uh, but I liked. We liked
1: this trade. I still like this trade. I think it's a good trade. Do you think though that this is gonna be enough to get Galchenyuk into NHL stardom, like the elite conversations?
0: nobody Uh, is elite in Arizona yeah is it possible to get to get attention for being elite while in Arizona
2: I mean Ekman Larson tries but he just got a big old contract too he did
0: but I I mean mean... I just don't like it's still Arizona (laughs) that's all I have to say like he can he can go there all he wants and I hope that it does end up being a good
2: move for him but it's
0: still Arizona at the end of the day
2: when Austin Matthews fulfills his childhood dream <laughs> of going <returning laughs> home and playing, playing hockey, yes, <laughs> and they show the photo of him sleeping in an Arizona coyote sheep.
1: <laughs> God, I need that to happen so much now. I need it to happen so much. Oh, hate- Toronto fans! I hate Toronto fans more than I hate Toronto. Like, I have no actual issues with the Maple Leafs being good. I have so many issues with Maple Leafs fans. Getting a good team. (laughs)
0: 1000% same. Correct. They are the most
2: annoying. Like, I already had enough of Toronto fans in my life from, like, baseball problems. Oh, God. (laughs) And then, you know, Tavares happened and it's like, okay, you go, go away. Yeah, please,
0: please stop talking to me. Please stop looking at me. Please stop breathing in my direction. Yeah, just stop. I just want to pretend you don't exist right now. Unsubscribe. Unsubscribe.
1: I do not want to subscribe to your newsletter any longer.
0: Exactly. In fact, I don't remember subscribing to it in the first place.
2: (laughs) Someone signed me up (laughs) against my will. What the fuck is this in my mailbox?
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. My, My work friend does that to me every now and then once I got this email that my work email address I was like thank you for signing up for Matchbox 20 sailing <laughs>
2: <laughs> are you all still recording like what the fuck apparently they are you're like I'm impressed it still exists actually I know it's like
0: I'm, I'm I am I'm mad but bad. also impressed <laughs> <laughs> the name of your sex tape um <laughs> Would my sex tape be named anything else? To right. be quite honest. Do you want to ask the next question? No. God, stop asking. <laughs> Which I say Fine, to cover up. I'm just saying that to cover up how long it takes me to open the dock. Okay. Andrew L.A. asks Given the strength of the Floor East Division, is there any real hope for a Western Conference Cup this season? And. Number two, assign the stars to their appropriate Disney lead roles with song.
1: I mean, I think there's always hope for a cup. Like, there there are certain things that get real fluky when you get that close to the cup. Like, if you can make it through your to the final, what you're talking about is seven games at most. So your goalie can go on a really hot run, and there's plenty of Western Conference goalies that are really good. Um, Anything can happen Yeah, at, in seven games. Agreed. Plus it's not like the east or west is weak. No. Like the Pacific is. Fuck the Pacific. But The Central's still pretty good, except for Chicago.
0: Loler skates around. forever. Yes. So Disney Disney songs. Um I still contend that Jamie Ben is the little mermaid. Okay. Yeah, I would, obviously.
2: So I was thinking about this one. And I actually arrived to The Little Mermaid too, but in a slightly different way. Um, oh, okay. Because what I decided I really needed in my life was Alexander Radulov as Sebastian the Crab. <sighs> yes! Yes. in my version of this, Jamie Ben is Flounder. <laughs> <laughs> and that makes <laughs> Tyler Sagan Ariel just swimming around in a thing full of shoes, even though he doesn't have feet yet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> does that make Peter chiarelli Ursula? Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. It does.
1: Yes. I think Klingberg's Bell, right? Yeah. That would because Ace Lindell's the beast, right? Like there's that season where you're like, oh, I don't really like this, and then like he learns and grows and Transforms. becomes a perfect partner. Yeah.
0: Transform, yeah, for sure.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely Klingberg's Bell.
0: I think Fox says Dumbo. And I'm saying it solely for the uh bench
1: slide. He, oh yeah, no, that's he, a good one. Yeah. He flew.
0: Yeah.
2: That's true. He did. He did. He found his he found his wings. I
0: was gonna say, or that
2: could also be Tyler Pitlick since he really flips through the air a lot. Oh, that's true. <laughs> oh, I he love tries. Tyler Pitlick. Do we have a Cinderella? Oh. Martin Hansel's the carriage that turns back into a pumpkin at midnight. <laughs> <laughs> Right
0: the fuck apart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That one's, that's good. God, that's so true. <laughs> I love it. I
1: feel like Janmark might be the the Cinderella with the Prince yeah, Charming.
0: That's what I was yeah. thinking too.
1: Yeah, Janmark Cinderella. Spetz is his Prince Charming. Hansel's the carriage that falls apart. Yep. Or is Spotza his his fairy godmother?
0: Well then who's this Prince Charming? Well, I don't know, but like he is the one who makes him look great. That, oh yeah, okay, no, that's right. That's his fairy godmother. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't need no prince. He looks fine on his own. In
1: fairness, we may not have met his prince charming yet because that's we are true. looking for a light wing to go on the sa- that line. That's, that's true. true. Could be Valentin
0: Weird, but also true. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, we've got like 18 questions from Jason, so I'm going to move All us along right. unless yes, you have something on. that you, something gen- dynamic to say here. Jason of Damage Jason Fame asks, who is the NHL's equivalent of Guy Fieri? Additionally, if a city had to be equated to Flavortown, which one would it be? It would be Nashville, right? It would have to be Nashville.
0: I mean, I was
2: thinking, yeah. I was thinking Vegas because when I think Guy Fieri, it's a bunch of loud obnoxious Glitz. things that shouldn't exist and if you see Las Vegas in daylight hours that's exactly what it is things you aren't <laughs> meant to be seeing at that time <laughs> of day
0: that's 1000% true
2: because like I've been to Vegas a couple times for work and if you get there in the afternoon coming from the airport you're just like I know I should not be seeing any of this um, mm-hmm. and that strikes me as very Flavortown, Guy Fieri aesthetic um so that's my vote uh so who would be guy fieri that's a tougher question
0: Uh, is there a guy fieri in the nhl i don't
2: know none of them (gasps) nobody's loud enough
1: tortorella (laughs) Mm, he's not as he's not nice enough though angry he's loud
2: (laughs) angry. Can I just say, on the on the uh, the Tortorella topic, just as a brief aside, in that article where he just went off on uh, Jack Johnson, I loved how it was like, F-bomb, 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 and then all of a sudden he switched to, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm just like, what?
2: Wait, what? What's his name like, here?
1: How? Ow. It's my aesthetic right there. My aesthetic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so I don't think we have the NHL equivalent of Guy Fieri. so. No. Okay, so I'll ask this. So for okay, Holly specifically, as a Texas Rangers fan, explain how difficult it is to wrap your mind around Texas Rangers Twitter and New York Rangers Twitter when the occasional crossover occurs.
2: Um, it's not really that hard because I don't follow a lot of New York Rangers fans. Um, sometimes, though, when I am either half asleep or plagued by a headache or when it's the off season for hockey or baseball, either one, and I get an alert on my phone and it just says Rangers F or Ranger something and I'm not paying attention. I'm like, that's not a thing. And I'm like, oh, that's wait. not a thing. <laughs> I'm like, no, stupid. The other one. The other team. Yeah. The other sport.
1: And they also have the same colors. Yeah, they mean, do. They're, they're America colors, so that's not surprising, but it's annoying.
0: It is. It is annoying. It shouldn't be
2: allowed.
1: Why don't we have a purple fucking NHL team yet?
2: Cuz Vegas wouldn't be fun.
0: Okay, speaking of being boring, did you see Mike McKenna's answer on how to make the NHL?
1: So good. So good. It was so
2: good.
0: For those of you guys that didn't see it, Mike McKenna did a question-answer thing on um, Instagram, and he was asked how to make the NHL, and his answer was, be over 6'2 and give bland answers to questions. (laughs) And it was, Amazing.
1: <laughs> that it, it. He is peak. Like I have a crate My career is about to end. Like he's he knows where he's at in his career, and he's like comfortable enough with like, yeah, I'll just keep playing the minors for a couple seasons, and you know it'll be fine. Like he's he he gives no shits anymore, and I love it.
0: I no, love it. I mean my my one. I wonder now if he ever actually did give shits. Or if he's just always been this chill and I just didn't know him because he wasn't playing for my teams. I feel like Like, it's
2: the latter, based on how you see people talk about him.
0: Yeah, basically, same. I really love him, though. He's freaking great. I know.
2: I wonder if this is what it likes
1: when you realize, like, when you accept that you're going to always be a minor leaguer.
0: I think so. Like,
1: I think there's a freedom in that. Yep. Whereas, like, some of these guys who are still 24 trying to make it in the big leagues, like... Oh, you know they got to be real circumspect. But Mike McKenna, he's just like, nah, man, nah. I'm nah. playing Syracuse. I'll go play. I don't. He's playing for a fucking be- Belleville or something like somebody. I don't even know anymore. Ottawa's a team. I don't know where they are. He's great. I'm sad. I'm sad we did lose him in free. Agency. Oh, me too.
0: Me fucking too. I'm really sad about that. Oh well. Hopefully, Colton Point comes out swinging. So. I will be holding my breath. I
1: wouldn't I wouldn't do that.
0: <laughs> I wasn't going to. That was a joke. <laughs> I would never hold my breath on any goalie prospect that the Stars have. Ever.
1: Okay, last question. Last question. Got to end on a high note here, guys. I appreciate the lost but not forgotten cookie talk. If each of you had a cookie to consume at this very moment, what type of cookie would it be?
0: I am a huge fan of thumbprint cookies. The, the sugar cookies with the thumbprint in the middle with the icing, delicious. Love them. Want those all the time. I could go oatmeal chocolate chip. Oh my gosh! Really? Yeah. When you first started saying oatmeal, I was a little afraid you were going to follow that up with raisin, and I was going to have to you. stop being friends with you. Oh, I'd <laughs> I be, stop being friends with myself. <laughs>
1: Wait, am I the only person here who does actually like oatmeal raisin? Like, it's not what I'm craving, but I like
0: oatmeal raisin. I don't, I'll totally eat oatmeal raisin. You like are oatmeal. the only person that likes oatmeal raisin, and I'm
2: unfriending you right now. Well, it's
1: been a good run, <laughs> podcast listeners.
2: <laughs> we were ending on a high note, and then Carolyn revealed herself to be. The-
0: <laughs> I would just like to point out to everyone listening that Carolyn fucking knows what she did. <laughs> this should not come as any surprise.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if one of us was going to fuck it up for all of everything, it was going to be me. Shockingly, Obviously. not me. me.
0: Shock- <laughs> shockingly, not Holly.
1: <laughs> I think I I like those chocolate crinkle cookies that you roll in the powdered sugar and then they bake and then they get the cracks in them.
0: Those are delicious, yes.
1: That's what I'm craving right now. That's what I could go for. I
0: also have this really great recipe for a cookie where you take the little... Um, the little fun size, the very small Snickers, and you wrap them up in a cookie that you then bake, and then you drizzle chocolate on top of them, melted chocolate on top of them, and then you can also, if you're feeling like it, top it off with a little bit of powdered sugar. That sounds way too sweet for me. It sounds way too delicious for me. No, but you've got like you've got some salt in the in the.
1: No, that's way too much milk sh- milk chocolate. That's way too much milk chocolate for my... Uh, my I would
0: literally never in my entire life drizzle milk chocolate on top of anything. But Snickers are made with milk chocolate. So then yes, you'd be but I wouldn't be drizzling weird. milk chocolate on top of them. The, Sn- the Snickers, it's just the milk chocolate around the shelves. That's it. I guess. I don't know. That That sounds too much. Too much. I feel like this is the
1: hottest takes we've had all podcast. Is.
0: <laughs> well, it's not my fault. You said you liked freaking oatmeal raisin cookies. <laughs> Listen,
1: somebody had to up, up the controversy quotient in this one, right? We were just way too reasonable this whole time. <laughs>
0: yeah, and apparently it was you. With
1: raisin. You know, I like raisins. Okay.
0: I, I you make all sort hate. of wrong like, decisions. All sorts of wrong decisions.
1: Well, I'm not going to debate that, but raisins are good.
0: That is like, that is a flying hot They're like grapes, but sweeter. That is like, no, they are not like grapes. They're like the shriveled dead husks of grapes. They are dead grapes. They are, in fact, dead grapes that have been left to desiccate, and then you're supposed to eat them and pretend they're just as good as a grape, when, in fact, they are mummy grapes. (laughs) (laughs) and that's all we have for you today (laughs) all right (laughs) you've been carolyn you
2: can find her on twitter at classlicity
1: that's marin you can find her on twitter at
2: marinish holly where can we find you you can find me at holly underscore hall
1: and you can find our official Twitter at Deep Hockey. And if you have a longer question, comment, or want to come to Raisin's Defense, uh, you can email us at deephardhockey at gmail.com.
0: If you want to come to Raisin's Defense, you can don't. just at Carolyn. Because I will be deleting. <laughs> any Me and Maren don't want to hear it. I will be deleting any pro-Raisin propaganda before I even open it. You can find our official blog at com. <laughs>
2: Bye. Bye.